You're listening to Paint the Town podcast with your hosts, LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of. Everyone, today we are here with a very special guest, huh, Teach? Yeah, there I do. This uh, this dude is, I would have to say, um, notorious. One, notorious. One of the most prolific uh, graffiti artists out there, and most provocative by far. Provocative. By far, it, the it, most provocative. <laughs> I would definitely uh, say okay. graffiti I, artist. I, I'll own provocative uh, graffiti artist. Uh, I, I seen what good graffiti artists do, and I have a little too much respect for what they do to to call myself one of them. Let me let me okay. clarify what I mean. Technically, okay. Technically, what those guys do—you're talking about those amazing pieces, burners, and stuff like that. Yeah, that's street art. Yeah, that's you know street what? Art. Technically, that's street art because if you can't tell exactly what it is, you see these fancy letters and stuff like that. That's that's uh, abstract, and which is you know what graffiti is very clear, clearly read message. Everything that is not a engineered street sign is considered graffiti, technically. So uh. you, my friend, are one of the number one graffiti artists <laughs> in the world, and yeah, one of the most provocative. So well, that's tr- that's what I mean. Well, when who I are we say talking that. about here? We haven't no, met no. Sabo. <laughs> Sabo. No, that's Sabo. Sabo. Sabotage. Wow, that's fucking crazy. You would even say that. It's like uh, I don't think that of myself when I look at. I'm in a one bedroom apartment in L.A. You know and. And you, you get that cabin fever, and you forget that, you know, some people kind of know who you are. Yeah. But, uh. Um, Dude, most, most graffiti artists that are as um, active and provocative as you are um, rich. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, and I want to pay, make sure people understand that, yeah, and, you know? Uh, you know, I didn't do this for that. Um, uh, I, I do my shit. I, I do my shit, and I move on to the next thing. It's like, uh, uh, and don't get me wrong, part of managing, I have to manage my social networks and stuff like that or whatever I try and put online mm-hmm. because I know full well whatever I put out on the street isn't going to last more than two days. Mm. So what's important. Your stuff, yes. Yeah. So it's important. You know, I if I don't take pictures that night when yeah. it goes up, there's a really good chance I'm not going to take have a photo. That's right. And, and so it's, if I'm lucky, I'll be able to get there in the morning, take some photographs. If I'm even luckier, I'll be able to come back a day later and it's still there. But that's rare. And uh, the reason it's so important for me to do the the social networking aspect of it is because that's my way of putting it on people's walls. Uh, yeah, on their it's, the new, it's the new way of doing it. It's yeah. a new graffiti. It's a and, tag, and, yeah. and you know what? Some pissed off liberal who used to say, oh, you can't censor art. You should <laughs> praise and love all art except mine. <laughs> and, 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 you know, uh, uh, that's the only way... Uh, they can't tear it down, um, so so uh, so you have that, and uh, l- like I said, um, uh, you 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 see these articles in France and England and all over the world, and you're like, and you know that's a trip when it goes global, when it goes uh, viral uh, across the country or whatever. And I know some people that would milk that shit for months. Oh yeah, and, and it's like, oh, did you see the article I had in the New York Times yeah. or the Washington Post? And blah, 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 blah. I don't care. It's like, you know, it's What cool. you going to do next? Yeah, it's like, what am I going to do next? What's the next thing? And that's where I move on to. And sometimes I feel like a complete fucking loser. I'm like, okay, I got nothing going on. I really haven't done anything. But then I look back at my files 
And you my, got some thick files. I, I'm bro. like, dude. I mean, if I came out with a book, we're talking at least a hundred pages, and that's just some of 100? the images. Dude, uh, we're talking know, thousand pages, well, no, okay? Well, if I wanted, but but it's like I when mean, when did you start? When did you get started? When was that? When was art, that, When was the first time? No, when was the first time you remember putting something up on the street? I'd say uh, probably '97, uh, wow. probably '97, '98. And what was it about? Um, probably Bill Clinton. <laughs> you know, probably something about Bill Clinton, but but you know it wasn't. The message is consistent. Yeah, uh, but but it wasn't good. You, you know, it was just. Uh, what was it? Uh, I don't even remember. It was like someone was coming into town, and they were. Uh, I don't. I mean, even... was it a paster? Like, a... well, well, you know, um, what was it? It was probably a sticker. Probably, uh, or I, I like drew over someone's thing. Like they were probably putting down Bush, and I just said something about Clinton, or or who the hell knows. But but. Um, well, it's probably closer to around 99 or something like that, 98, 99. And, um, of course, it, it all really got going pretty heavy right around 2006 okay. uh, because I kind of figured Hillary Clinton was next. Okay, let's attack Hillary. <laughs> and then, lo and behold, Obama snuck in from behind. <laughs> and, and then it was like, boom, knocked her clean out of the water. And I had done so many pieces about her. Oh. Uh, but, but it's like, whatever. it is. And I mean, she's the gift that keeps on giving. She, I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I was fucking hitting on her during the last election. And you know what? Don't count her out now. Uh, she might be like Biden's VP or something. <laughs> oh, oh, man. And, oh. and then it's like, and you know what's going to happen? Biden's going to say, well, it's all yours, Hillary. Or Hillary will feed him a poison apple. <laughs> and and, uh, and you know, boom, she's the president. Well, let's, let's okay, just let me uh, kind of... I think Sabo's art a lot of times is more uh, conservative art, would you say? I don't know if that's a light way to put it, but I mean, it's more right wing. I don't want... Uh, oh, you, you know, um, you know, it is. It, it is. But but what it bothers me that, that I'm always called uh, Sabo, the conservative right wing artist. I've never heard teacher, left wing artist, teacher, liberal <laughs> artist, teacher, progressive artist. I've never heard any of that shit. It's well, art. All, you know, yeah, that's because art. I'm not as provocative yeah. as you yeah, are. Yeah, no, you know? you're right. Yeah. And, and it's like, I mean, there's a thousand of you guys out there, and there's like very few of me. There's and, one of you, brother. Like, believe me, people are trying, trying. Uh, but, but, but it's like, um, I got the knife marks on my back to prove it. Um, and what is it? Um, but yeah, a conservative. I'm a libertarian. I'm a 1960s liberal. Okay. It's like that was before they shit the bed the way they've done lately. <laughs> and, and it's like, I swear to God, man, it's like if John F. Kennedy, you got to think, John F. Kennedy was killed by a communist. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if you want to think about, oh, the conspiracy, it really wasn't him and blah, 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 whatever. But I mean, the way the story. Let's talk about that for a second. Who do you, I, I've always heard that it was basically Lyndon Baines Johnson that was behind uh, the whole uh, thing. Uh, it was, but I mean, you got to think of the cast of characters that were involved, man. You had the mafia. Yeah. Uh, you've, you had the communists. You had uh, Castro pissed off at Kennedy. I mean, CIA. there were so many cogs and wheels turning. At the end of the day, the communists had their fucking fingers in there. Uh, so it's like today, the Democrat Party, back back in the six, seven, uh, 80s and 90s, uh, you would have to twist a leftist arm, a Democrat's arm, to say, I'm a socialist, I'm a socialist. These days, they have the shit on their foreheads and their t-shirts. It's like, they're like one step away from just saying, fuck it, I'm a commie. Uh, but, but it's like, and believe me, they're like one election cycle away from that. No, it's, it's so crazy. Yeah, because I'm, I'm myself, I'm a libertarian too. I'm a, 
socially liberal, fiscally conservative. That's what I like to yeah. cons- consider myself. You know, a lot of people don't. I just got to explain what a libertarian is. Some some people might not know because you know we have a certain audience. Anyways, um, but you know it's true that it, it has changed quite a bit. The Democratic Party. I mean, whenever well, it used you to be Bernie, the Republican Party. They switched, right? Well, no, I mean, whenever that's you hear, a lie. Well, whenever you hear Bernie <laughs> Sanders, I mean, he's selling us socialism on TV straight up. It's not even. I mean, he's saying, hey, we need democratic socialism, right? That, that's his words a lot of times, right? Yeah, and then right after the commercial break, and in Venezuela today, they're eating all the animals in the zoo. <laughs> uh, so, you know, their socialism's work. Oh, but that's not really socialism. Which leads me to uh, one of the pieces I recently saw Sabo do. Uh, he has an election pin for Bernie 2020 that says free shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, just going back, how do you feel like it's the party has changed since then? You know, since back in the day, uh, it's just you said just one step closer to communism. I mean, just what's the problem with that? If I play devil's advocate, uh, the problem with that is uh, I will ask you, what's your opinion of government in general? Well, this is my personal opinion, but I'm I'm just saying that you know they probably should leave us alone and not uh, you know uh, okay, why? But because uh, we know, know how to govern ourselves we're, now. We're a free country, well, uh, right? Yeah, exactly. Con- but why? Well, what you're not saying is they're incompetent, uh, they're <laughs> corrupt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, they start Absolutely. wars for money. They start True. wars for oil. True. They start wars for every goddamn reason in the world. They're they're fucked up in every way. So why the hell do you want to give them all the power in the world? Yeah. Does that make any sense? The people that are pushing for socialism and communism are the same dumbasses that are saying, uh, the cops, they're evil. The military, they're evil. Baby killers. Uh, so who are the only ones that should have guns? Well, the cops in the military. <laughs> it's like, did you ever stop for one fucking second to think about what you're really believing? It's like, no, I have no faith in government. I have no, uh, like they say, uh, power corrupts, absolute Absolute power power corrupts, corrupts, absolutely. absolutely. It's like, look what happened with the tech people, man, up in Silicon Valley. Uh, They they finally got their hands on some real power. What are they doing? They're fucking even worse than the people that they they said that they're going to take over or or, or replace. Not that there was anyone to replace because they're kind of the new kids on the block, but, but, but it's like, they're no better than any other fucking tyrant out there. It's like, I lost my Facebook fan page after every 25,000. I lost my Twitter. Uh, I, I lost all. I mean, the only reason I have my YouTube and my Instagram is because I never used them. Uh, but but now I use them because I got nothing else. Yeah, because they, so, they so, closed you out. Of uh, yeah, so, so I answer. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they took away your Facebook. Page. Uh, oh yeah, it, it, now in the news today, it's a really big thing. Oh, Silicon Valley is is deplatformed. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, shit, man, they did me well over a year, two years ago. <laughs> uh, I, I was like, because uh, 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 Zuckerberg uh, Zuckerberg was running around shaking farmers' hands and going, "Hi, I'm Mark Zuckerberg. I'm not an android." And, 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 and you know, uh, uh, I'm going to run for president, style. maybe. You know, uh, and what he was doing is he was testing the waters to run for president. And I, I nipped that shit right in the bud. I did a poster that says, fuck Zuck 2020. <laughs> and I put it out there. Wait, with the, with the Facebook uh, like as the uh, middle finger. And, 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 and it's like the next day, burp, no fan page. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, so, 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 to, uh, and oh my God. Years. Years of work on that fucking fan page. And it's like, uh, how should I say? Uh, so you asked me, why do I have a problem with communism or socialism? 
that's just another example of it, man. It's yeah. like, dude, but the difference is the government has something Facebook doesn't have. They got the police, they got the laws, they got the army. They can knock your fucking door down and make you disappear like it's nothing. Yeah. They're the and, biggest and gang in the world. They're the biggest yeah. gang in the world, man. And it's like, uh, and I was a part of it. I was in the core. Uh, yeah, but, but, yeah. But, tell, tell me about that. Yeah, but, how did you get into the? How how did you go to the Marine Corps? Uh, oh, that was uh, that was uh, okay. How was that? I wanted a Green Beret. I wanted to go in the Army. Um, uh, a friend of mine, I go to his house. He's like, "Oh, please join the Marines. I'm going to go in the Marines." God Almighty! And, and I'm like, "Dude, I'm not going to the fucking Marines, man. And I'm going to go and try and get a Green Beret, a, a Special Forces, <laughs> in the Army." And then he's like, "Oh, I please!" Sure. He like cries and everything. And and I remember when <laughs> when the recruiter showed up. The recruiter's like, uh, "This is Louisiana." Okay, son, uh, you really want to go in the Marines. Uh, uh, why is that? In the Army, 65% black. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm yes, like, it is. I'm looking at that motherfucker going, you know I'm brown, right? <laughs> uh, he's like, does this dumb motherfucker not know I'm brown? And, and I'm like, okay. For those of you who do not know, uh, Sabo is Mexican. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and, uh, and believe me, people in Louisiana loved it, both the blacks and the whites. So don't tell me for one fucking moment that blacks cannot be prejudiced, because yes, they can. I fought with them as much as I fought with the whites. And, and, and it's like, so, so, so anyways, when, when it came time to go to, uh, when it came time to uh, go, go into boot camp, I, I go to, to, to leave for boot camp, and my friend doesn't show up. I'm like, dude, where are you? I ain't gonna join the Marines. Those guys are fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, and I'm like, oh, dude, you fuck me. But fuck job number two was I was the straightest arrow in the world, man. Never drank, never smoked pot, never none of that shit. Athlete, cross country, did a little football for as short as I am. Uh, but but it's like, um, what happened? Graduation night. Oh, and my stepfather, biggest pot dealer in the world. I'd come home from school, ten pounds what? on the table. He's cutting ten pounds. <laughs> never touched the shit. Uh, pills, all this stuff, never touched it. But one night for graduation night, I'm like, fuck it, I'll, I'll smoke a joint. Smoked one joint, and I remember saying specifically, I love this shit so much, <laughs> yeah. I am never going to touch it again. Because oh. I knew I was going to be the biggest pothead in the world, number one. And number two, I'm about to join the Marines. Mm. Uh, so, so it's like, so like the, <laughs> the honest dumbass that I was, not only did my friend not show up, I was honest enough to say, oh, I smoked a joint in a party right after graduation. I'm just going to let that put out. So they tore up my communications contract, and they say, well, you're going to be a grunt now. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Fuck that. And, and not to mention, my buddy didn't even show up. Okay, combat options. And it was like artillery, tanks, or whatever the hell. And I wound up on a tank. Oh, my God. Uh, and, and, uh, and one of the main gun rounds on a tank is the Sable round. And it's, it's the shortest, hardest, fastest round. It's a bullet for a tank. So I figured, shit, I'm short, I'm hard, I'm fast. Sabo. And, and, I love uh, that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so, so they're in like four years of the fucking Marines to the day. And uh, when, Holy you know. Shit. Um, so you were in uh, Camp Pendleton. Yeah, I was in Pendleton, uh, Hollywood Marine, but whatever. I mean, uh, <laughs> trust me, I, I excel. Hey, I, dude, I was... any kind of fucking Marine is a badass motherfucker. Well, I don't know. Okay. About that. Uh, you know, I, Lord knows for uh, when you're as small as me growing up, it's like you got two choices, man. You take a whole lot of shit or you don't. And, and, and it's like, you know, I'm not a badass. I'm not going to tell anyone I'm a badass, but I will hit you. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, I, I mean, you hit me, I'm going to hit you. It's going to take an act of fucking Congress for me to want to hit you. It's yeah. going to take an awful lot for me to want to hit you. But if you jump on my ass, I'm going to jump on your ass back. Or, or 
Uh, now, back in my crazy days when I lived in Hollywood, I came to the conclusion that the best way to end a fight is to start it. So I was usually the one that hit first. Mm. And because uh, uh, once you hit someone, they're like, oh, fuck, I was fucking around with this guy. You know he's going <laughs> to actually hit me. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and then absolutely. boom, the fight's over. Yeah. Unless, of course, you're dealing with the real badass and the fight only just begun. Uh. And, and, uh, and, you know, it's very rare you run across one of those. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, I think that's, well, I was going to ask you how, how the name came, Sable came up, but we already kind of yeah. got to that, man. So that's a that's an awesome story. I want to hear a little like bit that. of your military background. But, you know, so you had served uh, with a lot of people from different ethnicities, you, you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, I just want to ask you, man, a lot of people might, you know, get the impression that, you know, you're racist from your art, man. Like, you know, yeah. do you hate, like, you know, blacks and <laughs> I'm just wondering. You, you, you know, know I, mean? I, I specifically, I specifically told him I want good, hard, spicy questions. Uh, no bullshit. <laughs> you, you know, I, I fucking hate it when, when I I go out there on rallies and stuff like that, and I'll interview Antifa and all these guys. It's like, oh, we don't answer questions. I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Are you a fucking idiot? You don't have an answer. Because they're just part of the sheep. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean? And they literally have people push them away, going, "Okay, we're gonna separate the two of you. Uh, don't be asking them questions." No. Oh, ask me whatever the fuck you want. It's like, do I hate blacks? Absolutely not. It's like I've got a soft, I have a softer heart, softer spot in my heart for black people and, and what they have to trudge through than I do for Mexicans. And the reason why is when I grew up in South Texas, that was like ninety five percent Latinos, brown. Yeah. I just got back from Texas, yeah, actually. Uh, and, you know, what's interesting about Texas, I think, than California is that the Texas uh, Latino community, they've been there for generations, actually, a lot of them. Yeah. While a lot of the L.A. ones, it's a new immigrant story, right? Um, is that your... What's your... Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just know the food's better in Texas. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but, you know, Mexican food's better in uh, But But what is it? Uh, uh, but my point was, I didn't feel like a minority. It was like 90, 95% brown yeah. people. I was like just one of the gang. Uh, so I didn't run around going, oh, fucking Whitey. Whitey's fucking me over. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, a Whitey it came down from the north because it snowed and we called them snowbirds and they were cool enough people. Whatever, I didn't hate them. There were absolutely no black people. So I would look at the Jeffersons and uh, Good Times and I'm like, why do people hate black so much? And then, and then it's like, you know, we moved to Louisiana. My mother married a, a redneck. Oh. Move, move my brown ass into Louisiana. Oh, no. What part of Louisiana? Uh, Central, and, and then and like deep in the woods. And then it took me all about about a month for me to go. Okay, now I know why they hate them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and it's like because they gave me no end of shit, man. And, and it was like, and believe me, uh, the rednecks, some of the rednecks didn't either. I mean, they gave me no end of shit. But but there was something about the black people that, that I saw that I didn't see in the whites or the browns. I saw how much they were treated like shit. And I understood why they were so pissed off. And, and it was like, don't get me wrong, sometimes an asshole's an asshole, but, but it's like I understood why they were being assholes to some degree. And why they were being that to me, I would think they would look at me and understand, but obviously not. And, and, and it was like, uh, so I have a, a level of empathy uh, or sympathy for them that I don't have for Mexicans because Mexicans to me were were the major were just the average dude, yeah. and it's I don't it never saw them as the minority, mm -hmm. and and it's like uh, and lo and I've never heard a Mexican like bitch moan and complain about whitey, and, and it's like <laughs> I'm sure they do. Don't get me wrong, I, I mean I'm sure they do, but it's like uh, oh, fuck I don't know. So so to answer your question, absolutely not. I go out on the street, it breaks my fucking heart when I see like some twenty six. 
year-old black guy that looks strapped like he goes to the gym every day, but his hair's all fucked up. He's laying on the street, and his eyes, there's nothing there. And you're like, fucking hip-hop did that, rap did that, Hollywood did that, the movies mm-hmm. did that, all the shit that was pumped in your brain, the fact that you were probably raised without a father in the house, uh, uh, the drug culture, all that did that, and that's why this young man is there. Yeah. And it breaks my heart. Yeah, and, and, I it's like, and I don't co-sign on any of that shit. I mean, I don't co-sign on uh, Mexican fuckheads, Mexican dumbasses. Do not co-sign on any of that. I give, you know, I'll put their feet to the fire the same way I'll put anyone's feet to the fire. So... No, I get it. I actually, you know, now not that we're racist, actually, yeah, we get, not we get racist, to hear it. You know, when you we, we see like pieces of street art on the street, and again, we're talking about provocative. You know, what I mean, you're mm-hmm. trying to send a message out there, so it's got to be an eye-capturing, provocative, intense message sometimes. And I think a lot of people misread your art; they just get the shock factor, and they're like, "Oh, this guy," and they probably hate on you a lot. Mm-hmm. I think they're those are people that are afraid to have the uh, an uncomfortable conversation. Uh, and shit gets swept under the rug. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess uh, it's you know, and and I hesitate calling it great art, but but in my opinion, and and it's not for me to call it that, but what I call great art, what I consider great art, you may not get just by looking at it. It's like uh, you need to understand the artist, why yep. the artist is doing it, yep. what the intention is, uh, the context of the piece. It's like uh, I've got one piece that was really hard for me to put up on my living room wall. And it says "fag," the new nigger, and it was like obviously, <laughs> oh, obviously, it's a, anyone that walks in the apartment, they're like, "Oh man, the fuck's that?" Right. It's like if my windows are open and people walk by, they're like, you know, looking like, "What the hell's that?" And and, uh, and I've got this fuck piece, this this black bird that does like this. <laughs> it just says "fuck piece" like right on top of the television. So we so, have teach uh, piece here and fuck piece yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my neighbors are like, "Are you a terrorist?" <laughs> and it's like, no, the fag the new nigger, I, I, was, I was at a Prop 8 rally, and if you remember, Prop 8 was uh, uh, Gays Can't Marry, that was mm-hmm. yes. sponsored by the Mormons, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, they had like a 10,000 person rally in Los Feliz or something, it was mm-hmm. fucking amazing, I remember, yeah. I remember, and um, I saw these two guys making signs, and one guy looked over to the other and said, we fags are the new niggers. And I was like, whoa. whoa yeah, I was like, man. yeah, that's like one left-wing camp, another left-wing camp, the blacks and the gays, whatever. And, and I was like, <laughs> it kind of blew my hair. And I knew what he meant. Yeah. I knew yeah. what he meant, but I wanted him to ve- just clarify. I said, what exactly do you mean by that? He said, well, the gay community supported the black man for president, but the black community doesn't support the gay community against Prop 8. So we're basically the ones in the back of the bus now. And I, and, and I said, well, See, would, when you look at it like that, man. Yeah, that's, so, so that's I was right. like, and they were making signs. So I said, well, that would be a really intriguing sign for you to make. Fag the new nigger. And I, I just wonder if there's anyone that's got the balls to hold it. And uh, <laughs> right? so, so I went home and I, I did it myself. I put it out in the street and everyone <laughs> called me the aw- most awful thing in the world. And it's like, you know what? Uh, you can think that of me, but that's not the case. And it's like, uh, yeah. and that's the power of the piece and, and the understanding Behind the context. Yeah, we always say that art creates discussion, right? And exactly. I don't know what exactly. more. You know, and, and that's what I'm saying. People who don't want to talk about Sable's art, you know, and now that we know the story behind that, there's actually no hate message involved in that entire piece, actually, right there. No. It's opening up the discussion of this. Exactly. Uh, it's opening the happened, discussion. People, a lot of people don't understand that. They see something like that and they think, oh my God, someone's angry and they're hating on somebody or something like that. Two forbidden words must and, be bad. Uh, and you know what? <laughs> 
those type of people are the problem. It is because they're they're not educating themselves. They're not expanding their consciousness to understand and listen to people because that's what creates a you know understanding. Understanding exactly, exactly. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, one thing one thing that I know for sure is I have musicians, and we're talking like top pretty good musicians. Uh, they'll come up to me and go, "Hey, man, uh, things are really bad. You know, we can't. We're losing. You know, uh, we're losing people because of." A girlfriend may have accused them of something in the whole Me Too movement. And oh, yeah. We can't put this in our lyrics, or we'll lose our agents, or we'll lose our bookings. And these are musicians. I mean, dude, I don't know shit about music. And it's like, uh, um, so they're asking me, so what do you think, and this and that. And and then, uh, you know, comedians, they're like, oh, you know, we can't even tell a joke anymore. Oh, yeah, it's bad right you know, now for so, so it's comedians, like, yeah. Uh, the left has, man, and I say the left, has, 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 has commandeered entertainment, uh, the arts, Comedy, uh, <clears throat> music, anything that touches our hearts, our minds, uh, to the point to where they have such full control that they are now dictating the words that you can use and say. And if you don't, and if you say the words, the forbidden words, if you don't follow suit like a good little fucking duck, uh, they're going to take your PayPal, they're going to take your bank account, they're going to deplatform you, they're going to dox you, they're going to have Antifa knock on your door, uh, they're going to do all that shit. And you know who used to do that? You know who used to knock on people's door at 3 o'clock in the morning uh, to scare the shit out of people? The Klan. and like oh, yeah. the And like yeah, the Klan, absolutely. Antifa wears masks. And you know, the Klan was created by the Democrats. And you know who sides with the Democrats? Antifa. <laughs> and it's amazing how some things never change. It just yeah. seems like, you know yeah, what? Um, you can't, there's always somebody that's more left than you. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, you can't be the most left person. There's always a person that's going to be like, hey, you know what? What about this twenty-second gender? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just seems like that these yeah, days. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean? you can't, no, it's fucking ridiculous. You, you, you know what? It My is. sister has boobs, a dick, and antenna. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I've you know some trannies. I'm sure I have some really nice looking boobs, but, but it's yeah. like. You know, man, that's the estrogen. I, I don't. I, you know, that's a, another. That's, another that's a whole other topic. It's a whole other conversation. But, but basically, no. You get, you, what he's saying is absolutely true, though. Um, they're they're changing the meanings of words and and what's okay to say and what's not okay to say. Um, I actually sometimes just go flying through YouTube looking at random videos, and I happen to see a debate between um, JFK and Nixon. Okay. It was the first debate. The one on the radio uh, and TV. Yeah. Okay. And. Um, Sure enough, here's JFK himself, and he's he's talking about um, blacks, and he's calling them Negroes. Yep. If you talk about, and you call them Negroes... Today. Today? That's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they changed it up. They changed yeah. it up on you. When exactly did it not be okay to call them Negroes? Yeah. I mean... And he did. Yeah. That was the president of the United States. No, there's a lot of people... He was not won't. meaning it in a derogatory yeah. term. You know, there's a lot of people who won't even say the... Words black people nowadays, like you know, what I mean, like oh, African American. <laughs> it's like not all black people what are is, from okay, Africa. What is yeah, 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 uh, <laughs> no, what it, it, what it is is ridiculous. It, it's just stupid. It's like uh, there's nothing better than someone coming up front and just flat out saying the most fucked up thing in the world because at least we know now they're fucked up. You, you know, we, we know where they stand. <laughs> And you know we can just write it off. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's the quiet the, ones that are motherfuckers. Yeah. You know it's uh, you know how should I say it's like um, um, I don't want to lose my train of thought, but but it's like uh, you shouldn't outlaw being an asshole. 
Yeah. You know, it's like uh, assholes, they find themselves ostracized. They find themselves in their own place. And that's the way it should be. Sometimes when someone's a dick to you, you punch them in the face, they become your best friend. Yeah. Uh, for life. They earn uh, you earn their respect. Yeah. You know, they're, oh, my God, this guy will fight. <laughs> it, 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 it's like... Uh, well, uh, if you don't care about them, you're not even going to throw a punch. Yeah, don't get me wrong. You know, uh, there are people on the right that go, you know, fuck your feelings. There's no such thing as hate speech. Yeah, there is. Uh, let me tell you. I mean, when I'm in Louisiana and some, and I'm just sitting there. I was the nicest kid in the world, man. And and some, I was no gangster. I wasn't none of that. It's like uh, someone walks up to me and says, "Yo, you're a wetback, or you're a spick, or this or that." Dude, that shit hurts. Yeah. It, you know, it's like it hurts enough to get in a fight, and, and and it's like, but you know what? At least I know that person was a dick. Yeah. And, and and I knew the people that weren't. Uh, you know, I know the people that, that supported me and didn't call me those things and that said, you know what, that guy's an asshole. And you know what, that guy was an asshole. And more times than not, what usually wound up happening is they wound up dying in meth in a fucking trailer. Yeah. Or, or like, because uh, that's how they live, that's how they believed. And, you know, the, if you want to live your life in hate like that, you know, it always comes to. I dealt with a lot of like, let's just talk about just growing up different different ethnicities and stuff like that. Because I'm Asian, I'm Chinese background. Uh, I was born here in Los Angeles. Uh, you know, and a lot of times it's just like you just deal with this stuff, even uh, in this multi. Dude, you got racially area. profiled not long. Oh yeah, ago. let's talk about let's, let's talk, talk about, about this. <laughs> this okay, to Sabo, Sabo, we had a uh, show. We we're going to eventually have a show here at the office space, the uh, and uh, we had kind of like a preview showing. Um, it wasn't really an event. But um, it well, we was were supposed on... to have an event on 420. That's okay? right. And, we and were. then basically, uh, you know, we put it on Eventbrite. I'm just going to bore the detail. Yeah. Okay, we put it on Eventbrite, and, uh, you know, we had a brewery come by saying that they were going to give, you know, every art show has beer, right? That's the best part of it, actually. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, wine, <laughs> beer, something. <laughs> so basically, we were like saying, like, hey, maybe we can sell some wristbands that can give you unlimited free beer, all you can drink all night. Yeah, that's illegal. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we put it on Eventbrite. We didn't know, you know what I mean? So then the city saw that, hey, you guys are having an event here. And they were just, you know what? We're just going to shut this down. We know you're going to have a rager. And, uh, you know, and we, so I went around to the city. I said, okay, we're not going to have an event. I just don't want any trouble, okay? Like, Well, it came down to the coding. This building needs to be, have a couple things fixed, and then it will be to code, and they can have events here. Yeah, they they said that, you know, there's uh, just, you know, a few things that they need to fix here. Nothing to do with our, our art show. And then, so I went to the police station. I said, hey, guys. I know that you guys are thinking about 420. We're not going to have an event. We canceled it. But if people show up, um, you know, we can't control it, basically. Yeah, we've so, already advertised for a long fucking time. So we people put out have flyers made plans. Canceled. We put out flyers saying it's canceled. And the event was supposed to be 6 to 10. And then somebody just said, hey, come by, view the artwork 1 to 6, just as a preview. So uh, as we're, you know, just hanging out here doing the podcast, actually, the cops show up, basically. And there's a modeling school here in this uh, event space also uh, doing their They're practice, having a practice, practice, practice show. Okay. So the cops come in here, and then they basically, they can't find anybody who looks like they're in charge. You know what I mean? And, and then they, they see, uh, they, they see, see me, James over and here. And I speak English, and I'm just... And he looks Chinese. On. And they know this is a Chinese area, right? This is a Chinese community. And they basically just started pulling me off to the side saying, hey, you guys are having an event well, here. When they first walked up, you know, they're saying, okay, you're not supposed to be having an event here. And so I said to the guy, okay, well, what exactly is an event? And he goes, okay, I don't need to talk to you. I need to talk to him. And so grabbed James and walked <laughs> off with him. I'm like, you're not going to fucking walk away without me. And then I started following him, and this one cop kind of got in my way. And I was like, I'm not going to say anything, but I can listen. You can't keep me from walking over there and listening. And so he let me go over, and, I, and it's a good thing I did because... 
he was fucking racially profiling him. Totally. And, and James mean, called it on him. James said, you know, you're racially profiling. He said, he goes, no, I'm not. He knows like, that this is a Chinese community area, right? He couldn't really find anybody that was, looked like they were in charge. I went up to him. I said, hey, what's going on, guys? I rent an office here. And what, what, the reason I'm saying we got racially profiled is because he gave me a ticket. Yeah, he was, he, was, because he was basically telling him, okay, you're going to get a citation. And he's like, but I'm not, I don't own the I don't, building. I don't have anything to do with this But he area. looks Chinese, <laughs> yeah. and he speaks English. And so and at one point. the ticket right here. They gave, yeah. me, they gave me this a ticket for having a special event, uh, even though there was no event. I know this all makes no sense. The guys no walked sense. in. They saw yeah. all these girls, the, the, the modeling school, having their practice. In addition to a few other people that were here just looking at the artwork. And so to them, it All looked the like an event. Chinese. It looked like yeah. an event. And so, when, you know, once I, yeah. luckily I followed yeah. him. And, and, you know, the guy was being, you know, and he said, oh, no, I'm not. And I'm like, actually, sir, you are um, racially profiling him. But that's, like, let's just work past that. Okay, that's not important right now. I know it doesn't seem like, oh, it's like that much. I kind of called him out on it in a sense too. Okay, but at the end of the day, why we're saying that is just like the guys had no idea what's going on. I was a Chinese guy. They knew that this is this is a Chinese community. Why are you guys having this art thing here? What's going on? You guys need to tell us more about it. I said, hey, I'm just a renter here. And at the end of the day, it was just like a, you know, they ended up giving us a ticket for an art show, man. There's Luckily, the really... guy that had the three stripes was nicer than the guy that had two stripes. Well, yeah. I'm, the sergeant you, 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 was nicer yeah, than the lieutenant. You guys obviously don't <laughs> I mean, know how corporal. to talk to the police. Excuse me, the corporal. <laughs> It, it, it's like um, maybe you're right. You're right. Maybe we don't know how to talk to the police. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. how to talk to cops. And, yeah, well, and well, well you, if you start in with that, I got the right. No, shit, it's like no. You might as well forget, hang it up. Uh, <laughs> it's a, I mean, if I was going to racially profile a, 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 a Chinese person, I'd be like, shouldn't you be in the library? It's, no, it was a different uh, kind of racially profiling. Uh, you know? Yeah, I mean, she's she like, "What the fuck are you talking about? I'm a gangster, motherfucker. We have a 420 event, bitch." <laughs> it's, it's like, what do you well, mean no, the library? The, the problem was the cop was not listening to what he was saying. Yeah, he was just kept going on what the hell. The this was the corporal, okay. And luckily, the sergeant saw that after I was following him and listening, and then I what I was saying was making sense. And I said, "Look, I understand that you guys." you know, showed up and this looks like an event, okay? But if you'll just listen to what I'm saying, this modeling school, my friend James here has nothing to do with that, okay? Yeah. And they just kind of pulled me aside and gave me a ticket, man, because, you know, I'm like, they could, why didn't they pull anybody else aside? Yeah. That's what I was asking. But at the end of the day, I, I mean, we're, we're kind of joking a little bit about the racially profiling too, you know what I mean? But yeah. it goes, go, let's, go back to, let's go back to talking about, you know, just growing up. Um, like again, man, I always got picked on uh, when I was a kid, because I was a smaller kid, so much to the point. It's, you know what? People always called me a nip. Okay, and then I a had nip. no I, <sighs> nip is Nippon. It's for Japanese people. It's like a racial slur. I had no idea. I have a, a, a horrible slur that we used in my area where I grew up. I think Orientals. No, no, zipperhead. Oh, zipperhead. Yeah. Because What's the that? eyes look like little <laughs> zippers. <laughs> oh. Isn't that not fucking horrible. Yeah. Well, anyways. But the point is, like, you know, I, I just related to you in that story because I had no idea that this was a racial slur. I thought it just meant you're dumb or something like that. You know oh. what I mean? And then so one time, uh, you know, I grew up with a lot of Mexicans, actually, and then I was hanging out with my Mexican friend, and he was being dumb. I was like, dude, why are you being such a nip, dude? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that. It's just like you get corrupted even though you're, you, you know what I mean? You're at a young, you're very innocent. Yeah. But the society around you, man, because of all these, like, racial issues, you know, it just it's going to corrupt you, man. And... Uh, it's yeah, just a sad story, man. Dude, I, I am the last person to use those words. The last. I mean, I used to fly uh, into Louisiana when, when people were alive. 
uh, back when it was home. And uh, uh, the word nigger, nigger was like one of the first 25 words that would come out of someone's mouth. Yeah, because absolutely. They, because they, they called me little nigger. And, yeah. I, and I called my, my father big nigger. And it's like, uh, <laughs> but uh, that was just a, like a term of endearment between us. Yeah. But what I mean is I would never, like, it's like, uh, if, I, if I heard someone say that, like just out in the open, a free range racist, I'd be like, uh, I'd be like, uh, I would be like, you know, I would appreciate it if you didn't use that word around me right. because I know how they were using it and it right. was in a really fucked up yeah. way. And, and it's like, uh, I can't, um, how should I say, maybe in a joking way, I would have said something about an Asian, but I, I have absolutely <laughs> zero hate in my heart for anyone Asian or from Japan, <laughs> See, China, Filipino. That's the difference. Okay. It's what is in your heart. When you're saying or, you know, doing what you're doing, you know, you could be having fun with somebody, you could have doing whatever, then that's one thing. Or you could be threatening someone saying the same fucking thing well, well, and it's going to come across completely different. Well, let's go back to, I mean, seriously, when, when I was a teenager all the way up until I was in college, when you meet your friends, you say, what's up, fag? Like, it's just like a thing, man. It, and then I'm just saying like, at some point, this is one of those things that I, later on, we're like, okay, that's not cool anymore. And we kind of have, apparently we have to make. Uh, readjustment, you know what I mean? But it was never really coming out in like a uh, hating gaze no, kind of way, no. you, you know what I mean? But. Yeah, how is it, um, uh, the word tact? Uh, you know, there's a level of tact involved. Yeah. It, it, it's like if you know you're around a gay friend and it bothers him, or how should I say, you know... We're all adults here. It, it, exactly. It, you, you know, uh, I, I have people that say the Time things, and a place for everything. Yeah, you know, I, I have people that say things around me that, that I find very uncomfortable, and uh, oftentimes I won't even bring it up, but it's like um, it didn't rip the skin off my body. You know what I mean? It's like uh, if, if, if I'm around someone like that that's that abrasive, there's a very good chance I'm not going to spend a lot of time with them. Yeah, so right. so I don't go out of my way <laughs> to spend time with this individual. This is right. a man Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm not going to tell the guy. Oh, you're right. I hate you. Uh, right. This that. I mean, if the guy is like a, what is it? Um, uh, and you know, you'll never hear the story about me. But I'm like, I, you know, I, I don't even have assistants half the time. I usually just do the work uh, in my studio by myself. I do have assistants to help me with big projects and stuff like that. But it's like, for the most part, no one shows up every day to help me out, or three days out of the week. And, you know, sometimes you get people that are like, hey, Sabre, I really want to help. I really want to help. And this one guy shows up. And uh, I'm like, well, okay, well, I guess I have an assistant. He's going, oh, okay, that's cool. Showing up, helping out. Uh, you know, one day I'm driving down the street. We're picking up some supplies or something. And for whatever reason, he's like, I hate niggers. Oh, and, and I'm, wow. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, uh, okay, uh, do you mean like uh, the way Chris Rock said back in the 80s, like the difference between <laughs> blacks and that? Right, exactly. He's like, no, I just hate them all. And, and I'm like, and I'm sitting there thinking, I can't have this fucking guy in my uh. studio. It's not even that I can't have this guy in the studio. I don't want, want this guy in my studio. Yeah. And, and it's like, because he's going to constantly say that shit in meaning it in the way that he does. And I'm either just going to have to tell him to stop fucking saying it and jump all up in his ass, which I don't want to do. Or, or, or it's like, I'm just going to have to get used to him being around like that. Like, and I don't no. want to get used to that either. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, guess what? It's like a couple of days later, hey, dude, we're like kind of low on work. And it's like, it's all right. Thank you anyways. And so, so I let him go. Uh, but you'll, you know, you'll never hear anyone like 
defend me with that. No. But but it's like, no. That's, <laughs> well, you'll hear from now, man, honestly. No, yeah, yeah, but 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 I mean, that's very much fun. And, and as far as Asians, oh, my God, when I was in the Marine Corps, I had yellow fever out the ass. <laughs> and, and, then it's like, and then it's like, we went to Japan, and it's like, uh, oh, I, yeah, after yeah, about six crazy. months, I was kind of over it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you, know, you, know, you know, here's the thing: Asian women in Asia are like different than like they are here, man. Like, yeah. I feel like their 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 like cultural background growing up is like a little bit different. You know, they're more cultures. Asian cultures, like they they women are like they're a lot of sometimes more subservient. A lot of times, you know, it's like. Mm. Um, uh, again, this is all just my own speculation. There's no like rules across it or anything like that. You know what I mean? But um, you know, it's commonly known in the Asian community. It's like, hey, if you want a uh, a wife that's really gonna take care of you, then you know you get a Korean or a Japanese wife. If you want like, if you want like a wife to like run your business, then you should marry a Chinese <laughs> wife. She'll probably yell at you too. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's just funny that. We're so afraid now today to touch these labels. You, you, you know, I mean, yeah. you can only be, you can only say these things if you're part of that race. It's like, yeah, you know, and we've been talking about this. It's like, can you even say like something is high class or low class anymore? Uh, no, see, the, the problem is you're asking that, and it's like, so you've already put it on the table. A <laughs> yeah. uh, fact is, just say it. It, yeah. it's, it's like, I remember I walked into a, a hospital. I saw this young lady, you know, helping me out. Oh, so you're the candy striper. <gasps> Oh my God! You call me a candy striper. It's like, oh, is that bad? And they have like some new fandango word for oh, it. Oh, dear God! And I'm like, come on, man! It's like, and, or, and it's like, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I'm fifty. All right. When you become a a, a time when candy striping is just looked down upon, that's just fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. You're how old? No, I'm fifty. I'm going on fifty two, but I'm fifty one, and it's like, um. I don't get it. I don't personally. I think a lot of powers that be are up there throwing down all these brand new rules and watching us just fall all over ourselves trying to follow them, and they're just <laughs> laughing their asses off, mm-hmm. going, "I can't believe I'm getting away with this." Mm-hmm. Uh, it's stupid, and yeah. uh, you know, I think we're really beginning to see the damage that social networking is doing to us. Social media, yeah. Social media, definitely. It's uh, I think it's social media that's doing it. Uh, all the likes that people want. Mm. And all this other kind of shit, and all the validation that they get when they think they're putting down an evildoer. Oh yeah, right. And it's like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> you know what's funny though? It, it's Sabo's one of those artists that he can't really, um, because a lot of I think street artists is like we have social media to thank that it brings your art so much, and then, you know all these people get to see it. But they've taken away his platforms, man. That, yeah, that's fucked that's, up. Seriously, yeah, it, we had no idea. We had no idea. Yeah, it was. It's really weird. I mean, um, and it really breaks my heart because they had such an awesome thing, man, with Twitter and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. YouTube, they had such a fucking awesome thing, and they went and screwed it up. But I mean, it got to the point to where if I did a hit in New York or something. And then I, you know, half tired, I'm like tweeting, like, yeah, I did hit that time, blah, blah, blah. Uh, all of a sudden, the reporter from Yahoo News, Yahoo News or something, or from God knows what organization will call me up, do you think you can put that down, man? Uh, you're getting, or my client, like, I mean, I rarely ever have a client, but it's like, if I'm usually doing something out of state, more times out of not, someone paid me to put up something. Yeah. And it's like, and I normally don't do that because I hate fucking doing that. Mm-hmm. But But it's like... Like, I'll mention it out of just sheer being tired. And then the client will call up, hey, uh, Yahoo News picked it up or the Wall Street Journal picked it up. You think you could take that down for right now on Twitter? And I'm like, holy fuck. These people. Or if I talk shit about a reporter, I'll get a phone call. 
like, um, like what? Uh, can you please take that tweet down? This is that reporter. And I'm oh like, my wow, God. all these people are actually listening to me. Good. And and, and uh, uh, what, what I used to fuck with reporters when they would come into the house. What I would do is I put pages of the Quran <laughs> on, the, on the door in front of the door. I go, oh, don't mind, that's just the Quran. And they go, oh, okay. And, and I remember ABC walked in there and they just walked on it. That Quran all on the floor, like a rug. And, and I'm taking pictures of this ABC reporter standing on it and looking around. And then, uh, I, uh, uh, and I, me and my wife, after the interview, we go to, uh, we go to dinner. I post it on Twitter. I said, oh, ABC new reporter is standing on the Quran. And, and I, 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 get, I get a phone. I get a phone call. Uh, please, please, please. Uh, can you please take that down? Uh, and and they didn't run the the, the interview. They said, oh, uh, "We're not going to run the interview tonight, but uh, you know, we'll run it later." Mm. And, and I should have said, "Okay, you better run it, or or, uh, yeah. or yeah, or I'll put them back up." Yeah. And, and uh, but I'm not that kind of guy. I didn't realize that they would freak out. One, I didn't realize they were going to notice, and two, I didn't realize they were going to freak out. And three, I'm not the blackmail type. Uh, but but. Um, but yeah, or someone will like. Uh, now he said blackmail, ladies and gentlemen. Not uh, blackmail. Uh, Negro. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I was it? Or someone will like message me on Facebook going, I really like what you do, man. You want one, five, ten thousand bucks? What do you want? Uh, how can I help you? I'm like, you know, a word of encouragement is all I need, man. Five minutes later, is ten grand in my, in my PayPal. So it's like, and that's happened more than once. And let me tell you, it's like, so you know, uh, th those platforms are pretty damn powerful. Yeah. And uh, they can be pretty powerful. So they know what they're doing when they're taking them away from you. Man, I didn't think about that. I, I mean, Jesus. So what, what are you on right now? YouTube and your own website? I'm on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash unsavory agents. And um, what else? Um, Instagram. Instagram, yeah. And, you know, I do have a fan, I do have a regular personal page, Dennis Ray Lewis. Because they called me up one, one morning and they're like, hey, Sable's not your real name. What's your real name? And I'm like, fuck, what's my real name? <laughs> and, 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 and so, Dennis Ray Lewis. And, and then, uh, so I got 5,000 people on that. And I've been in Facebook jail for 30 days, three times this year. And, and it's like... Uh, what? Okay, so can you... Because, you know, another artist that uh, is often in Facebook jail is uh, Plastic Jesus. And I just hear... Hey, I'm in Facebook jail. What is Facebook jail? Facebook jail is you can't you can't comment on the messenger. People are like messaging you and you can't reply oh, to you, them. Messenger. Uh, okay. you know, you can't um, you can't post anything. Uh, you can't post anything for 30 days. And uh, and then what happens is they let you out and then some social justice fag out there uh, <laughs> says, "Hey, look what he said 3 years ago." Boom, 30 fucking days. And um, and um, I was going to say fuck. I wasn't going to say fag. It just slipped out. But but uh, yeah, that's what it is, man. It's it's it's. And you. Know, but we know there was no hate involved. There was no hate involved. No no. How is it? Um, no, there was a little bit of hate, but it, not towards not, your not towards sexual orientation. Right. But towards your act. Your towards act was very fuck. queer. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but 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 how is it? It was uh, very wrong. But what bothers me really is they think it's cute. You know, they think they did. I would think, I would say they think they did something good, but I don't think, I don't believe that. I just believe, uh, you know, I, <clears throat> you know, uh, when they silence you, when they deplatform you, it's like, uh, I, you know, I'm a second degree proud boy. And, uh, <laughs> second degree uh, proud boy. Uh, I don't know if you know what that is. No. Uh, yeah, you should look it up. Uh, uh, but what is it? 
Um, uh, so the, one, one night they were meeting up at this uh, bar in like Eagle Rock called the Griffin. Mm-hmm. Griffin. And, uh, and what the Proud Boys do, Gavin McGinnis, I don't know if you know Gavin, he started Vice. He's like the original hipster. He, he, mm. he invented hipsterdom. And uh, <laughs> he's like the ultra cool dude. He's a really nice guy. He's about as old as I am. And um, <clears throat> what is it? Uh, one day he said something about trannies, and they took away his business, his ad agency and everything. And he's, uh, you know, whatever. He's floating around quite a bit. I mean, he's success- he, he co-founded Vice. I mean, he's worth millions. And uh, <coughs> so as a goof, one of the guys that he works with uh, wasn't ha- didn't have a date for a long time. So we assumed that he was jerking off a lot. So he, <laughs> he created a group of... Uh, a drinking fraternity called the Proud Boys, and one of the rules is there's no jerking off. And he did that as a goof, and it like took off. Now you have chapters all around the world, and they're basically, you know, we're of we're right of center, and uh, and you know if people call us up every now and then, hey, we're in Portland, we're going to have a free speech rally, and Tifa's going to show up to kick our ass. You think you can send some Proud Boys over to help us? So, you know, we'll fly over there and we'll be like bodyguards and stuff nice. like that. So, so of course, now we're Nazis. And, oh. and we're right-wing Nazis. And, of course, so about 45 of them are like drinking at the Griffin up in Eagle Rock. And some pencil-neck fucking geek that works at Nickelodeon, he's like, oh, my God, there's some Nazis here. Nazis are drinking in your bar. And then... And then uh, it goes viral on Twitter, and he thinks he's going to get all his boys over, and there's going to be a big fight. There wasn't, but what winds up happening is people take pictures, and then, um, and one of my friends, who's a Mexican welder, blue collar as hell, raising his little sister, he winds up losing his fucking job because privileged white boy that works at Nickelodeon. His his had a feather shoved up his ass because Nazis are drinking in a bar. Now, he gets to go to his white-collar animator job at Nickelodeon, and my fucking wet-back friend can no longer weld and make his rent and feed his kid or his daughter, his sister because he's a Nazi. See, when I was in Louisiana, I was a wet-back, I was a spick, I was a beaner. Now I'm a white nationalist. <laughs> it's like, I don't know when the fuck that happened, but trust me, if you talk to one of these fucking... Berkeley assholes or one of these Cal State whatever dumbasses, they have something that will say, well, you're not white. However, you are conforming to the patriarchy of the... And and you're like, who taught you to talk like this? It's like, seriously. That's true, actually. Who taught you how to talk like this? It's like, do you really think anyone's ever going to hire you? It's like... The minute you come in my fucking office, I'm going to find a way to fuck with you for like 30 minutes, and then I'm going to tell you, sorry, we're not hiring. Just going back, how did, how did, just go back to Proud Boys, how did that, like, the FBI, like, categorize them as, like... They, see, no, 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 no. I'm just curious. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I don't know. See, therein lies. See, you're, now you're going to walk away saying the FBI categorized them as a, a, a terrorist group. I'm just asking, so, I heard. But see, you heard. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. It's wrong. Okay, it's wrong. educate. See, educate but us. you never heard that. Yeah. See, everyone walks away going, oh, well, they're categorized as a terrorist group, or oh, a hate group by the FBI. It's like, no, some... Some, uh, what are, some, uh, one of those BuzzFeed assholes, oh. or one of those people, uh, be they 
whomever said that the FBI categorized it, and then it just took off like wildfire. Yeah, and then, that's all you have to do and, these days is and, say yeah, something. And then everyone and their mother reports it as, and this was reported that, they've been categorized as, so now everyone, they're like Googling it, oh, whoa, hey, the, the FBI has labeled them as, and it's like, no, they haven't. And the FBI actually went out of their way to say, oh, they're not. Okay, and, and, good, good. Let's we're fixing that rumor here. Yeah, and, no, and that's it, awesome. Yeah, and and it's like you know what? If the proud boys could be like, if you could put them down or say anything negative about them, is they drink way too much beer, snort way too much coke, and have way too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and it's like, uh, outside of that, you know, uh, are there some assholes? Uh, you know, I've been to some proud boy meetings where there always has to be some weird fucker. He walks in, he's like, "Hey, man, fuck them Jews." And you're like, whoa. whoa. And, and you're like, uh, okay, who's this guy? Uh, who, who invited him? And yeah, okay, keep an eye on him. Uh, we're we're going to let him know. Uh, obviously, he's a subversive. He's going he's gonna, to like, video himself at a Proud Boy meeting talking about how he hates oh, niggers God. and Jews. And then it's oh, going to go viral. Man. And Proud Boys have these people and they hate Jews and they're anti-Semites. <sighs> and it's like, no, that guy probably works at Nickelodeon and he just wants to make us look bad. Isn't that amazing how easy it is for someone to do that? It is. And, and they do it all the time. And it's like, but fact of the matter is, uh, yeah, there are some assholes, but you know what? We keep them in check or we throw them out. And, and it's like, that shit ain't welcome. And uh, it, we got gays, we got blacks, we got all kinds of people. Mexicans, we don't give a fuck. We just care that you can handle your booze, you get beat up you know, for your second degree. And What about someone like me who just doesn't really have a claim to any kind of particular race. I'm not white. Don't cares. I'm a third Latino. I'm a third this and a third that. So well, I'm just well, well, like, yeah. you're a mutt. I'm a mutt. That's, well, I'm well, a well, 57 well, the, fir- the first degree is you have to say something. I may, may have forgotten what it is. But uh, let's see. I'm a proud Western chauvinist, and I will not apologize for creating the modern world. <laughs> And that's your first degree. And, and, and it's like, and, and you know what? I'm from South Texas. And my father goes, you're not a Mexican, you're Spanish. And, 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 uh, and, and what, what he means by that is, uh, it's a, and I, this is how I love fucking with the Mexicans. And dude, I got so much Mexican in me, I, I don't even fucking know. It, it's, it's a, and the reason I say that is because my family sailed here in 1569 down Mexico City. We established the first printing press in the New World, printed 60, whatever, 70 books. And it's like we're... Like either the second printers or the first printers of the new world back in the day. And, and it was like, so from Mexico City, then we came into South Texas and the King of Spain granted us an island for some missions and stuff like that. So, so obviously we came from there and, and what I, and, and I love it when they go, yeah, you, uh, you colonialists, you came and you, you massacred all the Native Americans and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> It's like, no, one, Darwinism had something to do with it because the Europeans, uh, they brought in the pigs and the horses and the cows and they got the fleas and they got the plague and they got over the plague. They, a lot of them fucking died. But you know what? That was called uh, uh, Darwin. Uh, so, you know, how is it? Uh, natural selection. Yeah, uh, na- uh, you know, natural selection or <laughs> what is it? Uh, well, I, I, the word's just not in my head right now. But, you know, you evolve. Yeah. Uh, you, you evolve. Uh, unfortunately, the people here didn't have those animals, so they didn't evolve. But guess what happened? The second the first rats came off the ship with the fleas, with the plague, it's, it's like they fucking died off. Uh, I mean, uh, the, the, the Spaniards would come into villages that were completely empty because they were dead mm. uh, because of plague. It's like, you know... It, Unfortunately, that was Mother Nature. Mother Nature did that. Now, and now, if you think like eighty conquistadors can like take out a hundred thousand uh, Aztecs or whatever the fuck, 
No, they can't. You know how they were able to do it? The local population was sick and fucking, fucking tired of getting their heads cut off on pyramids, of being enslaved, of being all that shit. So they just said, you know what? They're assholes. We're going to help you out. So it's like, no, the Europeans didn't come here and fucking decimate the local population. We worked with the local population to fuck up the fuckheads. And it's like, and you know what we have now? You walk out the street, you're going to see a Mexican driving a car, wearing jeans, a shirt, going to an apartment that's got electricity, a computer, all that Western shit. You can go fuck your Mexican ass. Uh, you Thank me, motherfucker. It's like, don't go, oh my God, you're a colonialist. Fuck you, man. You'd be chopping each other's heads off and rolling them down pyramids if we didn't come here. And, and, and it's like, and, 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 and you know what? Uh, the most beautiful thing is, uh, I love that we're learning so much more about America because there's, um, I forget what it is, Graham Hancock, uh, this one guy, he talks about the America like before the pre-Diluvian flood and all the civilizations yeah. that were here that we have absolutely no history of. Uh, Joe Rogan talks about it a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so, you know, you can go on all day long about, you know, we killed the Indians and this and that. If you truly feel that way... Give everything to whatever local tribe is where you're living now and move your happy ass back to England or wherever <laughs> it is you came from. And if you're not prepared to do that, shut the fuck up. You know what? what I saw uh, <laughs> I saw a Plastic Jesus film, and I loved your uh, interview in there, man. Yeah. Um, you know, Plastic Jesus, uh, he recently became an American citizen, and I loved that in the documentary – uh, Sabo, he was like, this guy's from England, man. What right does he have to come here and criticize our country? And I was like, that's so funny because, you know what I mean? I was like, he's got a, he's got a point there. He's yes, got a he point, does. you know what I mean? So Dude, there's a reason why you left your country, because it sucks. Uh, don't come here and make my country suck the way yours did. It's like, you look at all these people in their caravans, and they're coming to America, and it's like, uh, it's like no one ever talks about why they're leaving the places they're leaving. <laughs> you know, uh, it's like the very people that are bringing them here are the ones pushing the very same socialism that they're trying to escape from. And it's like, but no one talks about that. Uh, and and you, there lies my importance as an artist. I'm the artist that will say that because the other 99.9% .9 of the artists out there won't. And, and that, that's why you never hear that story. Uh, that that's why that part of the narrative is never heard, and and that's why the left is consistently being able to pull the wool over your eyes. I want to just talk about because I, I heard this story about you know when you got kicked out of uh, <laughs> you know can we can we touch yeah, on that? Yeah. Can you touch on that a little bit where you got kicked out? I of, kicked like, out a lot of places. Plastic Jesus Gallery. I'm just saying, what okay. was the, what was the riff? Just <laughs> uh, no. Okay, the thing is, uh, first off, uh, I don't have any beef with Plastic Jesus. I don't uh, personally, creatively speaking. Uh, one of the things that pissed me off about Exit to the Gift Shop is that uh, once Banksy had his thing with Exit to the Gift Shop, and uh, they had this really big art show in downtown L.A., everyone and their fucking mother that was an illustrator became a street artist. Yeah. And, and, and all those galleries, and believe me, I'd been doing my shit way before then, yeah. way before I even knew who Banksy was, and, and, and it was like... Uh, uh, this place called Lab Art opened up, and, and basically, uh, he would go, okay, well, just put your shit out in the street, take a few pictures, and voila, you're a street artist, and bring your stuff into my gallery, and we'll sell it for $30,000, and so that was Lab Art, 
and and, and, uh, and, yep. and yeah, and Facts. I walked I, I walked in the fucking lab art. And he he looked at yeah. I, I see no, someone said, "Hey, this guy Iskander, he likes your shit. Why don't you come talk to him?" I said, "Okay." So so I walked over there. I showed him some stuff. He liked twenty pieces. And you know, the only reason I go to art shows is to get drunk because of free beer. <laughs> I fucking hate art shows because most of them suck. And, and it's like, and so I, uh, the girl that took me there, she's like, hey, I'd like to go to one of his art shows. You think you can get me in? So I was like, I could give a fuck about going to one of his art shows. But I was like, yeah, sure. So I, I contacted him. I said, hey, Iskander, you think I can uh, get in? I don't want to have to wait in line with my friend. Uh, wait like everyone else. I said, no, dude, you don't understand. I was just there. There's 20 pieces that you liked. I'm basically one of your artists. Uh, you you can wait like everyone else. Oh, well, I have an idea, Iskander. How about you go fuck yourself? And and, 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 uh, and, and that was I love hearing that. And, yeah, and right off the bat, and and I told and then I said, the next time I walk into this place, they're going to be selling furniture, and and and, uh, and I never walked into that place again, and uh, at least not yet. And and, uh, and what is it? Uh, so anyways, now everyone's a fucking street artist. And I said, okay, I'm going to sit this one out. I'm going to wait till all this hip hop or all this hoopla is done with. And then I'll come back in and start doing my shit again, whatever. Uh, so anyways, uh, I, the original question was. Uh, how did you get thrown? Like, what oh, okay. Uh, Plastic Jesus. <laughs> Plastic Jesus to me is one of those people, one of that group. And, and it's like, there's nothing that Plastic Jesus has done technically or creatively that has blown my hair back uh his skills aren't such that he can he can do it on his skills his message isn't such he can do it on his message there's nothing special about him period period and and it's that's not beef that's a fact and 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 it's like and and he's from england and and he runs around and he's from fucking england and he had this uh uh Batty Barbie or something like with gun control and they had like weapons and stuff and, and it's like yeah okay uh, so what's wrong with that and he's going on and on and by then I'm not sure if he knows who I am and I'm interviewing him I'm recording it and uh, and he was being really nice you know the fan was going oh let's move over here where you can hear me better and all this kind of stuff it was going really well and then he found out after I sh- the questions started getting a little more pointy he's like oh okay okay and and, uh, and he called his friend uh, to come help throw me out, and he doesn't realize that I know his friend. Uh, I've known him personally, and uh, and he didn't want to throw me out because we're <laughs> friends to some degree ourselves. But I wasn't <laughs> going to start any beef with him, and I wasn't even going to acknowledge that I knew him. And, and it was as a guitar player, uh, and uh, and I was pissed off because I'm like, dude, you play guitar for Billy Idol and for all these other play Ozzy Osbourne and stuff like that. You're not a fucking artist, man. It's like, I look at your shit in your wall. It's no better than anyone else's. Why all of a sudden are you a street artist? And not only that, why do you have this huge-ass space? That's like me going to Guitar Center, buying a Stratocaster, and and because I have a shitload of money and a bit of fame, I just rent it out the Taj Mahal because I want to have my first show and I can afford it. I'm like, dude... What the fuck's going on here? And, uh, and okay, you, Plastic Jesus, let's talk about this uh, Second Amendment piece, Barbie piece that you're doing. Oh, how edgy. Uh, and, and I'm like, uh, first off, you're from England. Uh, the reason uh, everyone's stabbing each other like crazy in England right now is because you don't have guns. See, it's not the weapon. It's the heart of the person committing the crime. But see, you're too fucking stupid to know that. And, and it's like, so, 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 so okay. Uh, uh, so, so, okay. And not to mention, don't be coming to my fucking country and disarming me 
Uh, it, it's it's like, well, you know, uh, who needs who needs an assault rifle for hunting? I'm like, uh, I will give you a thousand dollars if you can show me anywhere in the Constitution or wherever the fuck and the Second Amendment says anything about hunting. I don't know if you know what a red herring is, but w whenever someone brings up hunting or I get my food from the grocery store now, I don't have to hunt for it, that's called a red herring. It's like, that has nothing to do with it. They're trying to take you off the path. The The main thing is the the crux of your original question, why do I have a problem with communism and socialism? Because I have no fucking faith in the government. I do not trust them one bit. And it's like, the minute they take your guns away, you're going to have Venezuela. Uh, and the reason that the, reason the fucking uh, Chinese or the Japanese didn't attack during World War II, is they said, we're not fucking crazy. Every one of those rednecks has a, ri a, a rifle. <laughs> yeah. it, it's like... Uh, it, it, it's like <clears throat> They're well-armed. Well-armed. We have more and, guns and, in this and, country and, than we and, do and, people. Whatever. But you know what? <laughs> it's uh, true. You, it you is know, true. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. I, I always trip out. I always trip out when I see, so, oh, I got 20 guns. Yeah, you got two hands. And you know what? Uh, and you really can only aim well with, like, one, one. gun. Yeah. Uh, it, it's like, uh, uh, <clears throat> what? That's, you know what? You want 20 guns? That's your business. It ain't mine. Um, but, but the thing is, it, it's, about, it, it's about being able to keep your government in check. That's what it's about. And, and it's like, Anyone that tells you every time there's a school shooting, the left is like, oh, my God, yeah, what weapon AR? It's like, no, the very first question I ask, what pharmaceuticals was that kid on? Yeah, that's a it's good a, question. They were always on some psychotropic medication. They were mm -hmm. always antidepressant. They yeah. were always on something. They didn't have a father in the house. Uh, whatever, everything that the left did to tear down the family that kid, something triggered that kid because of that. But you see, they're never gonna they're never gonna say, so what pharmaceuticals was that kid on? Because yeah. every politician in the White House, they have their hands so deep in the pharmacy's pockets that they're not gonna say that. So let me see, I'm a politician. Hmm. Am I gonna talk shit to the people that just shoved a million dollars down my pocket? Or am I gonna <laughs> yeah, try exactly. and take or am I gonna try and take the guns away from the people who are using them? To keep me from being an asshole. Hmm. I think I'll take the guns away. I'll take the million dollars. And I'll try to disarm these people because I think next year I want to pass a law that dictates they have to have a room in their home for me. And and uh, and if and if they won't let me sleep on their fucking couch, or even better yet, if they don't sleep on the couch, and if I can't sleep on their bed, they get to go to jail. Hey, wait a minute, that's fucked up. Well, you know what? There ain't a fucking thing you could do about it, that, is that there? Was, that was the end, basically why they wrote in the Constitution because people, soldiers, would just hey, we need a place to stay yeah. and just crash into your house. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, yeah, that was another one. But it's like you know. Uh, they don't teach that shit in school anymore. No, no they teach 27 genders. Uh, they, they teach uh, America is a hateful place founded by evil, racist white men. They never grab any black person, grab any fucking black person and say, do you know in Africa tribes were kidnapping other tribes and selling them off to slave traders? They'll look at you like you have three fucking heads. Yeah, that's true, They've though. never that, heard that it before. Is, it's absolutely uh, true. Though. They're like, what? I never. Blah. Black people were selling black people. Uh, no, uh, it's like the the, the uh, Arab slave trade, the Muslims. They really didn't even like fucking with blacks because they thought they were too dumb and lazy. It, it, it's like they fucked with the white slaves. Uh, slaves comes from the word Slav. Slavs were white. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Irish slaves here, but you don't hear Irish fucking people going on about 20 acres and a fucking mule. It, it, it's like, uh, you don't hear the Slavs bitch moaning and complaining. It, it's like, no, it's only the blacks. Uh, whatever, complain all you want, dude. Get your... You got the same 24 hours in a day that I have. And, 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 and uh, there's a billionaire out there. Guess what? He's got the same 24 hours in a day. He's got a few more resources than we have. But you know what? I'm from a bad neighborhood, too. And, and it's like uh, uh, all those fucking cholos and gangbangers and fucking hard asses. My cousins, man, the only reason they'll beat you in the head with a club is because they didn't bring their AK. It's like, I, I know gangsters. Fucking uh, my, my fucking family fucking uh, gangsters down there. I, I didn't play no part of it. They never play no part of it. Because you know what? That was my conscious decision. And it's like everyone has their conscious decisions to make. And, and, and it really bothers me that, and I saw it happening in the 70s, especially in the 80s. I really believe the CIA went into these minority communities and they found the influencers and said, okay, this is the deal. We want you to sound as dumb as fuck. And then it, it, because you're an influencer, everyone's going to be like, hey, you fast forward 10 years, what's up, my Makachi? Man, goddamn, my It's like, what the fuck did you just say? Oh, it's Calibonics. Yeah. It's like, oh, so now you can't get a job. It, it's like, dude, the Alice communities wow. have been getting fucked left and right. And, and it's like, hip hop did it. Dude, those hip hop people, man. You know what? Recently, I made a decision, actually, as a musician. Um, you know, I produce, uh, and actually, I made a conscious decision that I'm not going to produce any more hip-hop beats because um, of uh, I don't support hip-hop, actually, anymore. It's not that I'm... I actually grew up from it, okay? I, I love it, actually. You know, it's part of my childhood. But uh, just recently, man, I've just... And I don't know if it's a downturn trend of the scene, but it's just like I see it's just a horrible influence on people. And uh, one of my one of my good buddies from back in the day, we grew up together in the neighborhood. Um, his daughter started liking hip hop and he's like, you know what? I'm going to take her to Compton for a drive. He took her to Compton for a drive. And next thing you know, now she's listening to EDM shuffling. You know what I mean? Because so that conversation to me, he was it's not I mean, I understand the root of the music and everything like that. But I, I got to say, even from a producer standpoint these days, it seems like. It's like such a negative, the messages inside hip-hop, it's so negative, actually. It's just like, I can't really... Uh, I can't really understand what they're saying. I just listen to the music. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I mean, there, there are actual scientific studies out there how music has become dumbed down, and the people that listen to it have become dumbed down. And um, uh, what is it, uh, the whole... Uh, hip, you know, I, I believe rap and hip-hop, it used to be yeah. a, 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 a story that tells you the conditions in the hood. Yeah. That's how it started it off. Yeah. Now it's a blueprint. Now it's a how-to manual. It's like, if you're going to be street, you're going to be ghetto, you're going to be thug, this is how you do it. Uh, As before, it was like, okay, this is what's going on in the hood. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. Now it's like, this is how you be in the hood. And it's like, it's wrong. Yeah. It, it, it's just wrong. And I don't support it I whatsoever. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, anyways, I mean, just just for the audience, I'm doing all house house music now. Not really EDM, but, I mean, whatever. Just just tell the audience now. So that's kind of an announcement, actually. But it's something that I learned recently. And um, if you talk to 16-year-old me to give up hip-hop, no way. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm just saying that. Dude, maybe you I'm know what? Older, I'm man. a big believer know. in once you've been enlightened on something, yeah. then, you know, you can't really turn away from it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Once you've been enlightened, but let me let me try to wrap my head around that. It's like true, true. But you can be enlightened by something, and see its progression. Yeah. And you can be enlightened to the fact 
that what maybe was good once is no longer good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, don't, don't get me wrong, there's nothing that says it can't go back. Yeah. Uh, it can't go back. But that's got to be a conscious effort. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's got, you know. I'm, I'm like a big um, believer that I don't think we need a president anymore. You know, that that's a scary, slippery slope. It's like uh, I was watching... Oh, wait, it. okay, just a second. So um, my understanding is that the um, reason why we had a president to begin with is to show the people how to govern, to how to live. You have a president to show a president, okay? And so once people know how to, you know, get their food, how to um, follow laws, follow regulations and stuff like that... Um, you don't really need a president. All you need are governors. Well, <clears throat> well, then that's uh, just my uh, opinion. Uh, okay, the, uh, the, that's it's your opinion. Just because that's so much a, money is wasted well, on campaigning and that, security, well, and y- you know, that, you're taking one person who's supposed to represent the entire country, and you've got two well, vastly different types of people well, out there. At least the, the power base, the power base in Washington, which is something they don't teach in school anymore, is oh my god. Alexandria Oxiana Cortez, who's a <laughs> congresswoman, doesn't even know this. There are three branches of government. It's like, and they're all equal branches to some degree. Well, you know, the legislative, the judicial, and the executive. It's like, my God, I'm not even a, a representative, and I know that. And, and it's like, the the president isn't all that, what you think he is. It's like, he's not all power. Now, a corrupt president is, a corrupt president can say, okay, executive order, executive order, executive order, but the next president just has to come in and say, nope, 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 nope. nope, nope. Yeah, exactly. uh, but but it's like, see, therein lies a tyrant, uh, the, the difference between a, a good leader and a bad leader. And it's like, now you can go on all day long about Trump's executive orders, but dude, we could do that about any presidents. But but it's like, you know, uh, therein lies the, the importance of, of uh, the number of people you have in your party in the Senate and the Congress and this and that. And then, of course, you have the whole, uh, the, the separation between uh, the federal and the state. It's like, you know, uh, you know, you, uh, they're sovereign states. Or not sovereign, but, but it's like they're their own states. Uh, they have their own senators. They have their own governor. They have their own uh, uh, judiciary, whatever the fuck. It, it's like, uh, it's a balancing act. It's like when you have... And I'm not calling you ignorant. I'm just saying I am ignorant uh, in certain it, aspects. It, 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 I'll be I'll be yeah. absolutely honest it, with that. It, it's, it's I'm like, ignorant about uh, a lot of things. When when, when you there, there's a reason why they quit teaching that in school, and 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 the reason is they want a bunch of dumb people out there to question shit like, uh, uh, to question shit. Like, why do we have a, a a what do you call it? Something college. Um, Electoral college. Uh, why do we have electoral college? And, and it's like, or you'll say, or you'll have Maxine Waters going up there, that's our democracy. We have a democracy. <laughs> and that dumb bitch has been in the Senate for how fuck, or she's been a congressperson for how long, and she doesn't even realize this isn't a democracy. It's a what? What do you think? It's it not a democracy. It's a what? Oh, you mean this particular government that we're in right now? It's I, a I, republic. Uh, it's a republic it's not a democracy democracy is two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for dinner and and, and it's like uh, Plato himself way back when told you why democracies fail 
Uh, as soon as the electorate realizes they can vote in people that are going to give them free shit, that's the end of the democracy. That's why we have a republic. And that's why things are broken down the way that they are. But see, no one ever learns that shit because no. they're too busy, uh, you know. Well, I, well, dude, I grew up military, so I was taught not to question authority by, well, my, by my parents. So that's, that's what, unfortunately, caused reason. me to, you know, not want to seek out and look for the answers that I thought maybe didn't particularly make sense at the time. And, you know, since that time, though, um, I've tried to be more open-minded and, and try to look for more truths uh, myself, which is what everybody really should do. Find your fucking truth. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how to touch upon that. Uh, it's, it's like, uh, touch your own truth. Understand you don't know every, everything. Yeah. So try and keep in mind where you're getting your information from. If you're constantly getting your information from CNN and Or Pragda, just one source. If you're constantly well, getting yeah, information from it, one source. A, you know, uh, I, I don't have a problem going to the Huffington Post or CNN or any of these other places. It's like, um... Uh, it, it helped, you know, uh, all these... It helps you, give you uh, material. What, what, you know, <laughs> uh, at my age, at my age, you know, like I said, I'm 51, I'm really beginning to see something that I think is very apparent. And it's something Leonardo da Vinci touched upon. Mm. He said, there are three kinds of people. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that quote. It's like, there are people that can see, people that can see when they're told or shown, mm-hmm. and there are people who can never see no matter how many fucking times they're told. I like that. And, and so That's there are so people true. that can see... People who can see when they're shown and people who will never see. And now uh, you, you look at why are some countries always fighting and blowing each other up and warlords and this and that. And then all you got to do is look at the map of what the IQs are. And the 70s are here. The 60s are there. The 90s are here. The 100s are here. And you're like, huh. They have running water up there in the 90s and the 100s. Uh, they got warlords down there in the 70s. And uh, Islam, where they practice Islam, uh, they've been inbreeding for however many generations. And their IQs are around, hovering at around 70, which is functionally retarded. It's like uh, you have those that can see, those that can see when they're told, and those who will never see. It's like yeah. I'm beginning to say. Like hey, you, you, know, I, you know what? There's another one that... Uh, because it was Samuel L. Clemens is uh, famous for, and that is it's easier to fool someone than to convince them that they've been fooled. Yeah, well, it's pride. And yeah. so what you're dealing with a lot of times is people who think they know better and have been fooled, and so you, it's going to be really fucking hard to unfool those people. Well, you know, th- there lies the importance of an individual not wanting to be fooled. You know, it's, it's like... Um, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I'll like Cornell West, and and who am I to listen to a guy like Cornell West? But, but it's like, I mean, I, I learn things from him. I mean, something every now and then he'll say something. I'm like, wow, that's pretty smart. I don't necessarily agree with everything Cornell West has to say, right. but it's like, you know, I'm open to listening. Uh, you, you know, uh, uh, few people aren't. They'll just beat the hell out of you, or or, or these days they won't even have a conversation yeah, with you. They'll just absolutely. dox you. You know, absolutely. the. Uh, uh, Oh wow! How are we doing? We 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 gone well over an hour. This is the second time that that life life flicks off. It's an hour, but we just want to let you keep <laughs> oh, on no, going. You know, no, no, I think a lot of times people like fifteen minutes. Over yeah, or something like that. a lot of a lot of times people don't really like uh, uh, give you a platform, man. And you know, LA Shore Gallery, one of the oldest blogs. We just wanted to allow you to speak your mind and you know, just hear what you have to say, man. I think so many people they're just you know so. Uh, 
so many people won't even give it a chance. <laughs> they won't be open-minded or anything, and so that's what we're trying to change. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, and I will say this. Uh, for one, my website's unsavoryagents.com, one word, unsavoryagents.com. And I've been around for a while. A lot of people know me uh, around the world for to some degree. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, I, I'm well established in Los Angeles, and I've never had an art show in L.A., I yes, cha- you have, dude. You have no, them all the fucking no, 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 time no, no, no. on the streets. No, no, no. I challenge the streets any ga- are your gallery. I, I challenge any gallery out there to give me some space for a little while. Uh, you know, I have my. I'll, I'll throw up my own. Hey, but, you know what? We, we at LA Street Gallery will help you throw the show when when you know we'll put our resources. I actually might it. know a space. Yeah, yeah, but but it's. Uh, you know, I'm curious to see how that will turn out. It'll be a fucking awesome gallery. <laughs> I hope Antifa shows up. They'll be a part of the show. Yeah. Then, like I said, to me, uh, why we started this podcast is really just to help people understand you know more about the culture but also just find out like what is the motivation why do we do this how do kind of how thing? do the, whoever we're talking to become who they are exactly and do what they origin do. stories you know yeah. what i mean so that's why we, we we had to have you on you know what i mean and just uh, uh we'd love to have you on again man I and mean, yeah sometime, we know we will, we'll bring the studio to you next time so it won't be so far <laughs> all right that's cool that's good i have all the equipment there yeah yeah awesome man so again we love to continue this next time okay so thank you very much so say cool. we really appreciate it is there anything, anything i got else you saying it now don't i saw yeah you guys <laughs> <laughs> you, you it's Sable, do, folks. Yeah, is there anything else you want to plug with the audience? A website or something no, like no, that? No, just on com. And uh, thanks for having me. It's like, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to do a documentary. And I would love to ask all the street artists out in LA why you were so quiet during the Obama administration. But the problem is, none of them will interview with me. I'm sure of it. I mean, I, I'll tell you right now I, I, why I didn't do anything. They was, wanted to give them a chance. Um, yeah, I <laughs> want to give him a chance. Yeah, yeah, which, which means when he's bombing wedding parties in Afghanistan, you still want to give him a chance. When he got a Nobel Peace Prize for absolutely nothing, you wanted to give him a chance. It's like, see, the thing is, I have enough confidence in the black people. I have enough confidence in, in any person that has gotten himself to that point to treat them like a man and to put their feet to the fire because that's what is honest. Yeah. And yeah, for me to do less is for me to think because he's a black man, I've got to go easy on him. And that's racist. Ooh. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I think that's a great way to end the podcast. That's a great way to I end think, it. you know. Okay. Yeah, so I wanted to tell you guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Take care. Hey, don't forget to check us out and uh, leave us a review, please. Help us reach more audience members. Thanks. Check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud. Thank you very much. Take care. Love you guys. Bye. You may